Today, from the International Gospel Hour, would you like to know how to pack a lamp, a mirror, a telescope, a sharp sword, and a small library in a small corner of a suitcase? Well, that's today from the International Gospel Hour, so friends, stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Well, thank you to our J-Webb and greetings to all of you. And it is time for what we like to call our Are You Reading broadcast. This is where we bring forth from time to time well-written biblical articles that are presented to encourage our reading of the Word of God. As we always know, dear friends, good reading of the Bible is important, and we're thankful for those that will write excellent or good based upon the Word of God and by the authority of the Word of God. That good reading will also help us to understand and grow. We are reminded in 1 Timothy 4.13 that Paul told Timothy, Until I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Dear friends, we believe you will love our study today, but first, for some of our newer folks and for our folks that have been a while, around a while, if you will, here's a little bit of information about the International Gospel Hour, and there's something special about this information that we think you'll find of great interest. Here is our Jay Webb. Since 1934, the International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio. Did you know through God's will that we've been blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends? That's why you will never hear us asking for money or for any type of donation from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We plea for you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you always for listening. Let's continue our broadcast. And now, here's Jeff. At International Gospel Hour, we appreciate the good writing of our friend and brother, Hugh Fulford, a preacher of the gospel of Christ and an exceptional writer with a number of his works being published. On a weekly basis, however, Brother Fulford sends out an email message titled, Hugh's News and Views. And it is from that work we wish to highlight with a recent article titled, Symbols of God's Word. A traveler was packing his suitcase in preparation for a long trip, and he said to a friend, In this small corner of my suitcase, I am going to put a lamp, a mirror, a telescope, a sharp sword, and a small library. His friend said to him, How are you going to do that? Easily enough was the response, The Bible is all of these. Indeed, it is, and more. Let us examine some of the interesting and informative symbols of God's Word as set forth in the Bible itself. These striking symbols will enhance our appreciation of the Bible and the importance of being a regular reader and student of the Scriptures. Number one, God's Word is a lamp or a light. Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, Psalm 119.105. The entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple or to the uninformed. Psalm 119, 130. 
Therefore, it is no surprise that those who have believed and obeyed that word are called sons or children of light. 1 Thessalonians 5, 5. Christians are to walk in the light as He, Christ, is in the light, 1 John 1, 7. They are to walk or live as children of light, Ephesians 5, 8. Christ is the light of the world, and those who follow Him shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life, John eight twelve. But all knowledge of Christ and His way comes from the Bible. No one knows anything about Christ except what is set forth in the Holy Scriptures. Do not stumble around in darkness. Turn on the light switch by opening your Bible and reading it. Number two, God's Word is like a fire. Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, Jeremiah twenty-three twenty-nine, first part? Earlier, Jeremiah had become discouraged, and, well, most preachers do at one time or another. He'd been criticized and reproached and derided, as most preachers are at one time or another. Jeremiah had decided to quit or to resign that, well, most preachers do that at one time or another. Then he said, But his word was in my heart like a burning fire shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding back or keeping my mouth shut, and I could not. Jeremiah 20, verse 9. You know, fire is a purifying and cleansing force. It is used to burn the dross and impurities out of certain metals. Similarly, God's word is a purifying and cleansing power. For Jesus said, Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you, John 15:3. God's word is a warm fire that can thaw the coldest heart and melt it with the love of God. It is not a cold and lifeless book. Two disciples on the way to Emmaus following the resurrection of Christ said, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? Luke 24:32. Let us read and study the word of God and get it to working and burning in our hearts. It will warm us up. It will warm up the church. And we will once again begin to see both individual and church growth. Number three, God's word is a hammer. Jeremiah also quoted God as saying, Is not my word like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Jeremiah twenty three twenty nine. Unfortunately, human hearts can become hard like rocks. In Jesus' parable of the sower, some seed, or the word of God, fell on stony ground, Matthew thirteen five. Christians are warned against becoming hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, Hebrews three thirteen. Only God's word can correct that situation. The Bible is not a toy hammer. It is not a tack hammer. It is the kind of hammer that is used to break up rocks. It is a sledgehammer. Some of my preaching brethren do not like this God-given analogy, and I am not advocating using the Bible as a sledgehammer when it is not needed for such. But when it is so needed, let us not be too timid or too delicate or too sophisticated as to not use it as God's rock-crushing hammer. Sadly and increasingly in our culture, it is needed as such. How about number four? God's Word is like a mirror. Perhaps this symbol of God's Word explains why some people do not like to open it and look into it. They do not like what they see because they see the way they are in the eyes of God. James wrote, But be doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. 
for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does, James 3:22-25. God gave us his word so that we could see ourselves as he sees us, and to learn what to do to correct ourselves. A mirror does not flatter us, it just reflects the facts. God's word lets us see ourselves as we really are in God's sight. Do not break the mirror or put it in a drawer out of sight just because you do not like what you see. Use it to make the needed changes in your life. 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17. God's word is food for the soul. Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4:4. 4, 4. The psalmist said, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my taste. Psalm 119.103 We develop a taste for the Bible by reading the Bible. Newborn babes in Christ or new Christians are to desire the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby. 1 Peter 2 verse 2 Mature Christians are to feed on the solid food or the strong meat, the King James Version, of God's word. Hebrews 5 and verse 12 A quick note here. The word strong meat is how the King James Version translates the word solid food. Open your Bible and begin to feed on the Word of God and to grow spiritually. Sixth, God's Word is like seed. In His famous parable of the sower, Jesus explained the seed is the Word of God, Luke eight eleven. Since the Word of God is the seed that produces Christians, citizens of the kingdom or the church, then we need to be busy planting that seed everywhere we go. Seed always reproduces after their kind, Genesis 1.11. This is as true as in the spiritual realm as it is in the physical realm, Galatians 6 and verse 7. When the pure word of God is mixed with human doctrines and the religious traditions of men, something besides the true church of Christ is produced. This explains why we have so many different kinds of religious plants or churches or denominations in the world today. Jesus warned, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up, Matthew fifteen thirteen. The power of God's word. It is like that sharp sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints of marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4 and verse 12. It's a light to lead us and food to feed us, a fire to purify and a hammer to break the hardness of hearts, a mirror to show our imperfections and seed to make us productive citizens of the kingdom of heaven. What an awesome article by Brother Fulford. My apologies for omitting certain sections due to our time, but the thoughts and the conclusions still remain. Dear friends, we want to conclude our broadcast today by letting you know that we adhere closely to the Word of God. Everything that we bring forth in this broadcast, we want to bring forth with book, chapter, and verse. We also note that our study materials that are always available here from the International Gospel Hour. May we send you a free Bible study course. May we send you the Victory in Jesus study. A very special offer today. I'd like to send you the Bible course, 
the Victory in Jesus study, and a track called Something is Wrong with the Bible is Right. We'll send you all three absolutely free. Call us at 1-855-IGH-6988 and just say, send me all three. That's all you've got to do. Or go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com and leave us the information and we'll mail it to you. Got to go, friends. I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,